0: Welcome to the Coffee with Kojo podcast, produced by the School of Communication and Journalism at South Dakota State University. I am Associate Professor Rocky Daly, and I coordinate the podcast with our student hosts and guests. In this episode, Kojo student Taylor Storbach talks with alum Laura Butterbrut. Laura is the health reporter at the Duluth News Tribune. Laura is also a 2019 Kojo graduate, and she spoke with Taylor about all the things she was involved with at SDSU that helped in her career. So today I kind of thought we'd go over some things, kind of starting with your time here at SDSU, some of the experiences you got, and then leading up to now your role working in Duluth. First off, I wanted to know what kind of got you interested in reporting, um, and if was that kind of always something you saw yourself going into? Yeah,
1: it started when I was in high school. We had like a summer internship program at my local newspaper in Granite Falls, Minnesota. And one of my friends in the band was the intern and she was trying to find a replacement for like the next summer and told me that I should do it. And I thought she was crazy. I had really never considered working for a newspaper before. Um, I knew I liked writing, but I didn't really think that I would be interested in doing something like that. But she convinced me to try it anyway. And I ended up loving it so much that I did two summers there and kind of freelance throughout my senior year of high school. Um, So I kind of knew going into college that I wanted to do journalism, and I also knew that I liked the newspaper side of things. Uh, One of my favorite parts is that at the newspaper, you always get kind of the background details of stories that might not make it to print, um, and I'm really nosy, so I love knowing all those extra little things that other people might not get to know.
0: So with that, did you get to interview a lot of people prior to writing those articles? Yeah, and it was fun. Granite Falls is a
1: pretty small town, so a lot of the people either already knew or we, you know, we all know the same people, so it was kind of fun to be more active in the community through The newspaper, Um, you know, it's the same for every town size, but especially in a small town like that, you know, it's you really get to know a lot of what's going on and talk to people that, you know, I might not normally talk to, even if I did know who they were before that.
0: So what made you decide that you wanted to come to SDSU? Yeah, and that
1: was really the kind of main deciding factor for me was the offerings in the journalism program. Um, I looked at a few other schools around, mostly Minnesota, um, and honestly, compared to what I saw at all the other colleges, SDSU's program was above and beyond. Like, they had an actual TV studio in the building and radio, like, recording places, and, like, one college I looked at, their entire journalism department was just, like, a single room computer lab, Um, and so I just didn't really feel like it was as a complete education opportunity as SDSU had. And then also the staff were really welcoming, like the faculty followed up with me after my tour uh, when I was still in high school and, you know, kind of encouraged me more than other departments at other colleges. So I already felt like I was part of the program, even when I was still in high school.
0: Yeah, awesome. I like how you mentioned that, like, they have a lot here at SDSU, whether it's like the collegiate the radio Um, tv prairie docs anything Mm -hmm. like that it looks like you participated with the collegian want to tell me a little about that experience
1: yeah I started reporting for them kind of just the way that you can pop into a meeting and write a story or two a semester and I think I started that when I was a sophomore I can't remember when my first meeting was and then also just like through classes if you would write a story that they thought the collegian would use they would sometimes send it in for them to print. So that was kind of how I started getting involved. And then my second semester, sophomore year, I became the lifestyles editor there, which I did for two semesters. Um, And that was really fun because I'd never really had editing experience before. And so it was a completely different perspective from reporting for a newspaper. Uh, I did end up doing a lot of reporting still too, but the editing side had so many things I never really knew went into making a newspaper function, like making sure your reporters are writing and helping them find sources, you know, things that I was learning in classes that a lot of the reporters there weren't because you don't have to be a journalism major to write for them. So that was kind of fun to get to do both the student side and also kind of the like teach other people side too.
0: Yeah, I took a basic news writing class um, and definitely the editor Um, did a lot of work with that because I definitely needed it freshman year. Yeah, I loved that class
1: though. I feel like it was so helpful for not just being a reporter, but like writing in general, or even just like talking to people. Like as a reporter, you kind of have to learn how to ask questions. And that class really helped me like be better at making conversation too, I feel like.
0: I definitely agree. And even like, like you mentioned how to write, like learning about um, the pyramid, starting with like the most important thing first, mm-hmm. things like that are definitely things that you'll use no matter what you go into. Definitely, whether it be through the legion or just like a class. What was your favorite thing that you were able to do at SDSU? Oh,
1: that's hard. Um, I guess one really cool thing that we did was I was also in the journalism club. I don't know if that's still a thing there I don't hear much about it anymore since I'm not around campus but I was president I think for two semesters there and my last semester senior year we planned a trip to Chicago and we toured a bunch of different media stations in Chicago we did the uh, Chicago Tribune, Sun-Times, one of the TV stations I think it was NBC and a radio station that I think was affiliated with the Tribune but that was so fun because it was like you know we were students so we got to tour the stations kind of to see what how it works there but also like it was fun to bond with all the other kids that like we've had classes together for four years and this was maybe the first time that we'd actually hung out outside of class
0: so that was one of my favorite like
1: activities that we got to do I'm-
0: well that's cool that you got to go to ch- Chicago that would be definitely really interesting to see I know like our advertising club is going to New York um, oh really fall, so I'm excited about that and- oh that would be amazing it's nice that a lot of clubs and like SCSU supports those trips because I think those hands-on experience um, you mm-hmm. can probably say that it gave you a lot going into your field too
1: Yeah, I think it helped one of our club members get an internship in Chicago. Um, Like it was a crazy great opportunity.
0: I also see that you did some internships. Do you want to tell me a little bit about those and how it kind of helped you um, get into your field? Yeah,
1: definitely. So, I mean, like I said, the one in Granite Falls kind of helped me realize that I wanted to work at a newspaper. Um, And so that one was during high school and then like the summer after I graduated. And then after my sophomore year, I got an internship at the Watertown South Dakota newspaper, the public opinion. And that one was so fun because it was a bigger city than I was used to. It's, you know, similar size to Brookings, but the Collegian doesn't cover the whole city of Brookings the way that like the Watertown paper does. And so got to have a little bit bigger community that I was covering. And then also like actually experience being a real employee and not just like a high school student that's kind of doing the jobs that nobody else wants like i got to do a lot more writing instead of just like office work in watertown and i loved that it was so fun my editor there was really great and let me do like actual fun stories and not just like the stories that nobody else wants there were probably a few of those but for the most part i really enjoyed it and then coming back from that was when I joined the Collegian. So I feel like because of that experience at a real newspaper before I started at the student newspaper really helped me, you know, be an asset to the team there because I, I did know a little bit about how newspapers worked in advance. So being in an editor position, that helped a lot.
0: So now i um, looking to kind of where you currently are in Duluth. You want to tell me about your roles and some of the things you enjoy about it?
1: Yeah, I started in Duluth in January, 2021. So I just reached my two-year anniversary here. Um, And I started out, I was covering both health and business. And then I think last, when was it? It's maybe been little over half a year since I just became only the health reporter, Uh, we hired another person to take over business because there was a lot going on after uh, the pandemic reopened things. Um, A lot of businesses have been reopening too, which has been awesome. We had to kind of split the beat a little bit. But yeah, I cover health, which most of the time uh, has been a lot of COVID-related news, um, especially when I first started here was when the vaccine was first announced. And so there was a lot of coverage about that. Uh, Several variants of COVID through my last two years here that we've covered. Um, But I also have done a lot. uh, There's two hospitals based in Duluth. So I cover both of those pretty extensively. A lot of mental health care uh, stories that I've done that have been really fun. Um, Yeah, health is a huge beat. There's so much going on that I'm I can't even begin to cover everything here, which is good.
0: When you were covering especially like the COVID stories, was there any challenges that you faced with that? I mean, a huge challenge is just that like you couldn't
1: really talk to people Um, like nobody really wanted to do anything social with face-to-face contact. So, I mean, any kind of a job is hard when you're only doing it over email or Zoom. And so that was kind of an interesting way to learn the community was mostly working from home and talking to people over, uh, virtual communication. Uh, but it was also hard too. I mean, covering hospitals, there's a lot of protocol to keep people safe that you have to follow. So it's a lot of, um, you know, coordinating in advance to make sure that I have access to talking to patients or even just people at the hospitals. Yeah, it was, it's definitely been interesting.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure it kind of Maybe you have to approach things differently because of COVID for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, f- I feel like a lot of places though are like that. You know, it's definitely not just journalism or, you know, anything like that. Everybody kind of has had to rethink things. So that helped a little bit, you know, everyone else figuring it out at the same time.
0: Yeah. When you were like in college and looking at what your future job looked like, was it similar to what you expected or was it not at all like you expected?
1: I definitely expected to be at a newspaper still. It's been interesting. I don't know if I ever pictured myself being in Duluth before, uh, but now that I'm here, I love it. It's an awesome community to live and work in. And like covering health is also something I, (laughs) before starting this beat, I really didn't have any health knowledge or training. Um, It's kind of something that I just kind of learn as I go. But I like that because it makes, it's like a challenge for me too, you know, in order to tell a story through an article, you have to be able to understand it yourself and then put it into terms that other people can understand. So I like that it's kind of got that learning curve for me so that I can challenge myself to understand a new concept. Like what was like, there was a really complex treatment for depression and anxiety that used um, like electromagnetic pulses and that took me like a month of research just for me to know what was going on with it, let alone to be able to write about it for other people. And I loved that. That was one of my favorite stories that I've done because it was, you know, an accomplishment for me to actually get that out there for people.
0: Yeah, I'm sure you're learning new things every day.
1: Yeah, which I love. That's why I like journalism is every day is something unexpected. Um, you know, it's not usually a boring job because you never know what's going to happen during the day.
0: Is your work pretty fast paced? And like, I know a lot of reporters have talked about you might come in in the morning and you have to get a story done by the end of the day. Mm -hmm. It depends on the day.
1: Um, For as big of a city that Duluth is, and we also cover like the surrounding towns as well. um, It's not as crazy as I would have expected it to be, but it definitely has days where you wake up, check your email and you don't sit down until you're actually writing the story. And then the day is over. Like it took the whole day to chase down what was going on. I do work from home most of the time unless I'm like out on an assignment, which is really great. I love being able to have that kind of hybrid work day where I can come home and work from here. Uh, But yeah, for the most part, if there's like a breaking news story, it would be something I would write the same day that I would you know, like it would happen the same day that I would write it and get it out to the public, which is kind of fun. You know, I'm very deadline driven. So when the deadline is like right now, that motivates me to do it right now.
0: When you have to get it done. Sometimes that's when like your most creative mindset comes out too, depending on the person, I guess.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Or like in college, you know, staying up until the middle of the night to write a paper, uh, definitely maybe shaped my lifestyle as a full-time journalist a little bit, but it, I mean, it works. I usually meet my deadlines. So yep, Whatever you got to do. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, another um, opportunity, I see you went to Bulgaria and was were a writing center tutor. Want to tell me about that? Yeah, I've had quite a
1: few um, international experiences that I think have really helped with Journalism. Uh, The first one was my study abroad semester in Bulgaria. Um, We were able to volunteer at the Writing Center. And that was something that was a little bit different than what I was expecting. Uh, I was kind of thinking it would be more along the lines of like editing papers. And a a lot of the students there were Bulgarian or from the Balkan region. And so English was technically a second language, even though most of them were more fluent than me. Like I would embarrass myself daily because I was not very good at speaking English with them. Um, So I was expecting it to be kind of an editing job, but it was more along the lines of helping them format, like, um, you know, is your first paragraph the best way to sum up the information in your research paper? And it was a lot of papers that were written differently from like a news story, obviously, because it was like a college class research paper. So that was kind of a fun challenge. Um, It was a good way to help me kind of view writing in a different way instead of, you know, write the information like inverted pyramid style, um, you know, kind of how to create a body paragraph for a research paper and help other people with that as well. So how to figure out the best way to do it and then help other people do that. So that was really fun. And it was maybe like a few hours a week dedicated to doing that. So it was nothing too crazy. Um, Some people would come in and just be like, oh, can you help me proofread my resume because I'm applying for jobs or something, you know, super fun things and a really great way to meet people on campus, too.
0: That seems like a really neat experience. Uh, Was there anything else that you wanted to bring up at all that we didn't cover? Along the lines of the uh, international experiences, I
1: did get to do a fellowship with the Pulitzer Center. Um, so, So with the Pulitzer Center, they have a partnership with SDSU where they can send a student uh, to do reporting literally anywhere in the world if you have a pitch for a story and like fill out an application for it. And so I was really lucky to get to go to Budapest, Hungary um, about two weeks after I graduated. Um, And so that was a story I did that was kind of focused on this college in Budapest that was Basically being struck down by the leadership and the government in Hungary. And so it was forced to move to Austria. And so that was really fun. It was something that was completely paid for through the grant money. And so um, I got to do interviews with officials at the college in Budapest. And so, like, kind of my first experience of really interviewing like important people (laughs) that were, you know, not just like a local celebrity, but like a you know, leader of a college in Hungary, um, and so that was really fun. And also, like I got to take a trip to Budapest for it, and I think I was there for almost a week, maybe. And that was because SDSU had this partnership program with the Pulitzer Center, so uh, that that was amazing. I don't know how many people have done it since, uh, because with the pandemic, they kind of had to change the way they could do it. I think they could do domestic reporting, like within the U.S., but I don't know if they've been able to go international, but I would guess that they can now. So I don't know if many people know that that's an opportunity, but I absolutely loved it. And then the best part about it was maybe six months after I went, they hosted all of the grant students from across the country in Washington, D.C., and we each got to present our work to each other and to journalists. I think we were at the National Geographic headquarters, like presenting our work to people. And it was so fun. Uh, you got to do networking with people um, close to my age, you know, in college or just graduated, who were all kind of becoming professionals at the same time. Uh, and everybody went somewhere different and did completely different stories. So that was so fun. And I loved that.
0: So how was it talking to like people with bigger names? Like, was it intimidating or since you went after your senior year? Was oh, it was so more... intimidating. Okay. Yeah, I was
1: terrified. Um, I felt like I had no idea what I was talking about. But I think that was good for me because a lot of journalism is not knowing what is going on and not knowing what you're talking about because you have to ask people about it. And that's when you get the information is in an interview where somebody starts explaining it to you. And then as you understand what's going on, you can kind of learn more about it and comprehend the situation a little bit better. So I think it helped me to be able to say like, I have no idea what's going on. Can you explain it to me? Um, And like, obviously I had done some research beforehand. It wasn't like I walked in and said, okay, what's going on? Like, it wasn't that bad, but it was still It was humbling to know, like, I don't have a grasp on this concept as well as this person does, but that's why I'm talking to them so that they can explain it to me. And that's something I use every single day in an interview. You know, I am talking to people so that they can help me learn about what's going on. So it was definitely helpful, but so scary, especially in Hungary. You know, they like also speak English there, but it's usually a second language or third, fourth language. And then I feel really stupid compared to them because I only speak English, but it was it was fun, though. It was worth it.
0: Good. Is there anything else that you wanted to mention about your time or any experiences? I'm trying to think, I guess if they still have
1: the journalism club there, um, I hope they do. But I definitely recommend that because it was a little bit more informal way to meet people within um, the like Kojo community community. Cause like the collegian, you're working very hard. Like you still make friends there, but the journalism club was a little bit more like, oh, we're going to have a bake sale to raise money or, you know, things like that. And I'm sure there's other clubs within the department that would be similar. So definitely doing both an extracurricular, like the collegian and also just like a fun club is such a fun way to network with people, but also like you get really good experiences from it.
0: I had one last question, since some of the listeners might be like, future SDSU Jackrabbits or um, current Kojo students, what would be your advice to college students, um, and if they're interested in going into journalism, for them to prepare themselves now? Great question. I mean, I think it's definitely
1: something, if you're interested in journalism, that's like A perfect first step uh, because that means that you're curious and really journalism is all about being curious, asking questions, finding out what's going on. But also if you start in journalism and maybe you change your mind, maybe you switch to advertising or something along those lines, or you go somewhere completely different direction, like join the medical field or something, you're still gonna start with such great foundations with a journalism degree, or even if you take some classes in journalism, like I said, it'll help you learn how to talk to people better, uh, how to ask questions and kind of figure out what's going on. And it's just a great basis for any life. It doesn't need to be your career, but if it is your career, it's super fun. like I said every day is different so you always have a variety and that's something that I think is a really fun way to have a job where you don't just sit there all day doing the same thing over and over again it's always something different um so I love that about it and I think that's what makes it so appealing um is that you have so many skills that you can use and you still get the variety
0: Yeah, absolutely. And especially in the Kojo program, it's so easy to switch from one to another. I actually started with a public relations Mm -hmm. uh, major and I just switched to advertising not too long ago and the transition was super nice. Yeah. And like, even if you
1: are in one major, you're going to take classes from the other kind of specializations. And so then you can find out, oh, maybe I do like advertising more than public relations. They're similar, but they're still different. And Like that was fun, you know, trying broadcasting versus print journalism. Um, I don't think they distinguish anymore with the degrees. When I started, you had to specify one. Um, But like, you know, you still get the experience for all kinds of different things.
0: Our next podcast will post on February 17th. This podcast is a property of the School of Communication and Journalism at South Dakota State University, which reserves all rights to its use. Music by Cody M. Johnson and Tyler Addison James is licensed through AMP Music.